Oh my gosh. Teb's Talk, Super Mary's podcast. But, um, with a twist because it's like all the snow that didn't fall all winter long fell last night. And so we have just a crazy amount of snow on the ground. And I'm breathing so hard because I just spent, you know, 15 minutes at least scraping off my car and clearing the area behind my parking spot so I could, you know, get my car out of its uh, parking area. Oh man, (laughs) this is a crazy morning. Like my wife was saying, oh, you know, the weather's supposed to be bad tonight. We just got to make sure we drive carefully tomorrow morning. She said that last night, talking about this morning. And we wake up and look outside and it's, it's just thick and deep and no plows have been out to plow anything. It was probably one of these things where like wasn't expected. And so it wasn't bad enough by the time everybody went to sleep for them to expect, oh shoot, I should wake up and start plowing things. So nothing is plowed. Very little is plowed. Apparently the Lowe's parking lot got special treatment and is plowed. But the roads aren't plowed. At least this road I'm on. I'd imagine other more well-used roads are plowed. Uh, My complex was not plowed at all. 14th isn't plowed at all. And 14th is a major road. Two lanes as well. Like two lanes each direction. So it's a it's kind of a sketchy commute this morning, and I'll probably get in a little late. Um, also, not the greatest day to have windshield wipers that hardly work at all. So that's going to be interesting. But you know, this is this is kind of what you expect when you live where we do, where I do at least. You just expect at least a couple days in the winter to just dump on everything and then the next morning is a little bit of chaos and the sucky thing is I was even like early I was going to be so early but it took that long and so long just to get my car all scraped off and the path behind me clear and I even got stuck and I had to rock my car back and forth to get it unstuck so you know hopefully by the time my wife leaves for Uh, everything she has to leave for somebody will have plowed our complex and she can just you know get out and get going because I would not want her to get stuck in the snow that would uh, that'd break my heart if she got stuck also freaking coming up to any sort of light or seeing people stopping in front of you is so sketchy Because everything is just slick from the snow. Man, what a commute this morning. Already off to a crazy start. And here's the thing. I need today to go well. I need it to be a good day at work. Um, I need to score some wins today. Because we're getting down to the wire for this month of billing. And things have not gone that well for you know, the first part of billing. 
and this is the last week of it. It ends on Friday. So, oh, who knows? I'm just praying, hoping and praying that I can score some W's today and move on, get on with everything I need to and put this put this month on the books. I really didn't have anything planned on talking about today. Honestly, I was going to mainly talk about the snow, but how much how much more can you really talk about snow when um you're just driving into work? Like we get it, it's slick. Nothing's been plowed yet. So far I haven't seen anybody like crashed or stuck. So that's a good thing. Up by up by campus, it's super hilly, so I'm sure if I was up more in that neck of the woods, I would see people slipping and sliding out. But so far I haven't seen it because I'm more down in the valley and on the flat roads. Speaking of fresh snowfall, I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but it's one of my favorite stories. Um, it it's it has to do with snow, um, and this story proves to me that there is a God. <laughs> um, and I kind of say that, you know, jokingly, but I also say it as in like, wow, we were really saved from a horrific situation. Um, every Christmas Eve, my mom's side of the family has a Christmas party, right? It's a whole whole ordeal. We've done it for as long as I can remember. You know, Christmas Eve with my mom's side of the family. So one year one year we uh we go up this canyon down in Utah County. And my cousins had been there a couple days earlier, had been up there kind of scoping out the place, um, seeing what fun activities we could do while at, you know, this Christmas party that we were having up in some weird cabin thing up in the canyon. Well, they found a place where it was a big old clearing in the woods, and it had a good steep hill that you could sled down. And those two, being the adventurous types uh, they are, they still are, um, they built a massive jump. And I think they had one of their friends up there that day. They built this massive jump in the snow. Um, so you, you sled down this like little area that they kind of formed out, so you stay on track, and you hit this massive jump. Okay, well, they went when everything was fresh powder. So they get launched into the air, and they just fall into this fresh, deep powder, and they're fine. Okay, that was three days ago from when we go up there as, like, a family. Um, So me uh, and a bunch of my cousins uh, hop into my uncle's big old Suburban, and we head up. And I think we had another van full. So we had, like, two big old cars full of people going up sledding and we get to the location and everything like it hadn't snowed since then since they were up there last so everything that was built had kind of you know done that slight slight bit of melting 
and then froze over. So it was just a sheet of hard ice. And we're looking at it and we're like, oh man, they were they were showing us videos of this jump. They, they were telling how fun this jump was. Like, we're here, there's the jump in front of us. Like, we want to hit it. But it's it's just all covered in ice. So me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to... And I'm, I think, maybe about 16 at this time. Uh, so I say, okay, I'm just going to go down a different, you know, part, section that's not with the jump just to see how it is. And it was just really bumpy. It was bumpy enough where it bucked me off and I just slide and scrape down the ice and it hurt so bad. And I'm like, well, that, I'm one and done, right? Not doing that again. (laughs) Not for the life of me. Um, So I'm like, I'm not sledding anymore. You know, this, this hurts. I was going down a very small hill and got bucked off and scraped across the ice no thanks well some of my cousins were still at the area with the jump eyeing it down so it's like okay i'm gonna go up there and witness whatever may come so one of my cousins david he's like you know what i'm, I'm just hitting it and we have he has this like big inner tube thing uh he has a tube sled sits on it starts heading down and we're like well you know there's really no bailing now. And because it's just straight ice, you know, there's a lot less friction than fresh powder. He gets a good amount of speed. And he hits this jump. And keep in mind, he's in an inner tube. So not only does he ramp off the jump, but he kind of gets some spring from the inner tube that sends him flying. And he's, he's, he's upwards, his head is upwards, and he slowly starts to rotate. And all of a sudden, his head is facing straight down. He's still in like a sitting position on this inner tube, except for he's completely upside down. And I was like, oh my gosh, he is going to die. If he lands like that, he is gonna die. And he's already started to descend at this point. And then, miraculously, his momentum kept going it's like the hand of god came down grabbed my cousin and flipped him slowly upside up right so now he's facing the right position still not sitting position and he lands so perfectly flat on that inner tube just like parallel exactly parallel to the uh, ground exactly parallel to the snow like that distributed the weight and pressure so evenly across that inner tube that it must have absorbed the maximum amount of impact it possibly could have and then we hear super super loud pop as the inner tube shreds just completely shreds from underneath him there's like You know, it wasn't just like one side popped and blew out. No, this thing went through a paper shredder. That's how bad it looked. It looked like he just sent it through a wood chipper. Completely shreds and he just skids out on the ice. Now, obviously, he was hurt. It definitely hurt. But by the grace of God, it didn't hurt as bad as it might have. 
Yo, that guy is hauling. Just because he got four-wheel drive doesn't mean he got four-wheel brakes. And it was... It was glorious to witness. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, we almost saw the death of my cousin had he landed upside down. Probably would have died. Or at least been seriously injured. But just so happened... To have the perfect flipping momentum where he went upside down, then upside up, and landed so evenly that the tube just shred in every single direction. And then after that, we were promptly done with sledding that day. (laughs) So only two people ever went down the hill. Me, and I got scuffed up. Oh, I think one of my other little cousins... You know, went down a super, super baby area. Me and one of my little cousins, and then David, who we almost lost that day. Now, hiking back from that area, um, when we went there, it was, we followed like this trail. We, We followed a trail that had already seemed to be carved out to this location. So it wasn't like we were paving new ground to get to where we were. So, we just mirrored the way we came in to get out, right? Because it was, it was trail, and it was very clearly already, you know, it already had ten people trudge through it to show, you know, where to go and where to walk and where the trail was. So, we're all, dude, it is, you're in shorts and a t-shirt. Man, God bless that, man. Uh... So we're walking out, hiking out, um, and again, you know, we're all following this trail, and we're all in a single file line. Well, David's little brother, Jacob, is at the very back of the pack, and he starts to lag behind a little bit, but, you know, he was old enough where we all thought, hey, if he just follows the trail... He'll be fine. Well, Jacob didn't follow the trail. And we all get back to the car and we turn around and everybody's like, okay, where did Jacob go? And one of us is like, well, he was kind of lagging behind, but, you know, we figured, hey, just follow the trail and you'll be fine. And we're waiting for him. And we're waiting for him. And we're waiting for him. And it gets to the point where my uncle's like, oh my gosh, we have lost Jacob. And he's like, okay, everybody stay in the car. I'm going to go find him. <laughs> so my uncle sets sets out. And he goes, you know, down the trail we initially went down. Granted, you know, not a hard trail. And it wasn't even that long of a walk. And we're all up in the mountains in the woods. So he sets out. And we're just sitting there waiting. And then suddenly, from like the very top of this little uh, peak... We see somebody up there, and we're like, oh my gosh, who's that guy? And they, like, start trudging down. Turns out, it's Jacob. He somehow, instead of going down the trail, which then followed, you know, the edge of a lake, a teeny tiny lake, he somehow went up a different trail that led higher up into the woods and mountains and crested over this peak to get to the vehicle. 
Like, you know, at the end of the day, he got back to us on his own. But it's like, dude, how, what made you decide, yeah, instead of taking the right that everybody else took, oh, I'll just take this left that goes way up into the mountains where we never were. So my uncle gets back and he's like, dude, where'd you go? And it's like, okay, well, he got back. He's okay. He's alive. We didn't lose Jacob. David didn't die. Uh, barely a successful day with the cousins and our adventures up in the mountains. But I have now reached work and I'm already late, so I'm just going to go straight in after I park. It was a slow drive in this morning. It's been a slow day. You know what? I'm not going to park underneath the awning just so my car can get some sunlight and maybe be a little warmer when I come home for lunch and hopefully the sun can melt some of the snow anyway thanks for listening to my goofy adventures in the snow with my cousins I'll catch y'all tomorrow for another episode of the Premier Useless Podcast okay bye